know that? It's totally a thing. It's empowering to be a stripper. It's empowering to be a sex worker. I'm gonna talk about euphemisms. Oh my goodness. Sex worker. Rip. I'm not against that stuff. I'm not against that stuff. I don't think it's empowering. I think you're- Yeah, I'll change your mind. I'll change it. I mean, all right. You, what? You, poss you possibly could, but as of the moment, I'm not against that stuff. I just don't think it's empowering. I think you're kidding yourself if you think you're empowering yourself by doing that yeah. stuff. But it's not empowering and I'm very against all of it. And it has nothing to do with the women themselves. It has everything to do with the institutions that make women objects and commodify women. Just like surrogacy. I'm against surrogacy because it's a commodification of women's bodies. And it's not okay. And it, and it preys on vulnerability and it preys on poverty. Ah. Yeah, because people are willing, I guess, to do anything for money. That's kind of proving it. Yep. Well, I see where you're coming from, but if a person who isn't able to have children naturally can have children through surrogacy, why is that a bad thing? If they're not able to have children naturally, they're not supposed to have children. That's God saying you're not supposed to do it. I honestly feel that way. And if you, if you really feel like you're called to be a parent, then you can adopt children. It's True. narcissism that says, okay, I can't have children of my own, so I'm going to force somebody, and, and I do think it is forced because it's not, I don't think that there's real consent involved there. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have somebody else carry my genetic material so that I can have a baby that's my own. I'm blessed to have the ability to have my own children. And you and keep having them. And I keep having them, and don't don't get me wrong. Like I don't take that for granted because I have miscarried babies, and it's devastating. Sure. But if you are not meant to have a biological child, you're not meant to have one. And commodifying someone else's body in order to have your genetic code duplicated is narcissism. Hmm. And it's and it's really honestly, I think that if we want to talk about it in terms of race and privilege, I think it's the height of white privilege too, really? because it's typically wealthy white people who are doing it, and they're doing it with women who are impoverished, and and it's the same it's the same concept with with prostitution. If a woman is hungry, you feed her. You don't stick your dick in her mouth. You know, well, that's like you you and I you and I have gotten into disagreements on Facebook before about the whole consent with prostitution thing. I can't, I can't get behind that. I totally get where you're coming from. But if a woman is, I, I'm not saying don't have a conversation with her and try to give her better ways of making money or feeling better about herself or whatever she is she's doing. But if she's putting herself out there to make money and she's saying, hey baby, I'll sleep with you for X amount of dollars and you say yes and you pay her and you sleep with her, you're not going against her consent. Okay, that, I mean, you are though. You should have seen the video I posted the other day, this woman, and this happens a lot of times, um, or a lot, a lot in the Middle East, um, Middle Eastern countries and, and um, Southeast Asia. Um, men on tourist visas come, they get a woman, they pay the dowry, they get married to her and have sex with her, and then they leave. Oftentimes she'll have a baby in the, in that time or she'll get pregnant in that time and end up having a baby without this man who married her around and in these countries where women are completely like low rung they have no other option there isn't an option I, yeah I get and, what you're and it is entirely a western idea that prostitution is an empowering choice that women can make and it's consent and Oh, it's my body and my choice, but so, it's not actually a choice. So, 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 so there's ninety percent of the world. So, what do you say about the women who use sex as a way of gaining power over men? Because I've had that happen to me a few times. Sure, I, I, I think it's absolutely absurd. I think it's disgusting. Okay. And I don't, I don't but think do you it's think appropriate. It's against their consent? in what way are you saying like just power or money because if they're using sex to get money i think i mean that's i don't think that that's consent if you're trading sex for money i don't but think if, that's consent and if you have to pay 
I was just going to say, if you're trading sex for something else, maybe not money, maybe not monetary gain, but maybe some other sort of gain over the man, how is that different than monetary gain? Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's exactly the same thing, but it's pretty darn close. Okay. Because I've And been, I'd have to analyze that a little bit more to really come up with a really good answer for that. Um, I think that in that case, if you have the means to advance your life without having to use sex and you're not getting money, you know, you're not like you have financial stability and you're still using sex to advance yourself in the world. Maybe you're probably just morally depraved. Honestly. Oh yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. But I think that's probably my answer. Um, uh, I, I just think that you're probably a horrible I just, person. I just don't like, I feel like we're trying to change the definition of the word consent and is not saying no. She's saying yes. And yes has to mean yes. Because too dollars many men, aren't yes, though. Dollars are not a yes. What do you think, Garrett? Who's setting you up? Oh, man. I hate being not on Tasha's side. Because <laughs> I don't want to be morally depraved. Well, you see what's going on. We're, we're uh, toxic masculines. <laughs> right. That's the... That, that's. If you are a man and you have to pay somebody to have sex with you... Because you're not rising to the level that somebody is attractive enough to have sex with you, that's your problem, and you need to fix that. You I'm need not to fix saying who you are. I completely agree with every word you just said. Oh, but I don't, th I don't. But I don't think that comes into the consent discussion. Yeah, because that's what I. If you have to pay somebody to have sex with you, that means they don't want to have sex with you. That's not consent. Ah. Oh. When you frame it that way. No, I get what she's saying. But it's like when my kids, my kids don't want to clean up their messes. But, oh, sometimes I bribe them. I'm like, if you clean up your mess, you'll get to watch a show. Or if you clean up your mess, I'll give you a, a sweet okay. treat. You know, that, they don't want to clean up their mess. They want the treat. I think what it comes down to is individual priorities. Maybe you don't want to have sex with this person, but you want that money. So you're willing to have sex with them, willing, consensually. That's, to no, get that I don't money. think that's a willingness. That is, I don't think it's absolute. Absolutely, do not think that that is a willingness. You're not willing to die. You're not willing to starve some women. You're not willing to have your children starve. So you sacrifice yourself. The story it I has cited. nothing to do with consent. It is a sacrifice. I think. Oh. The, uh, the the the. The story that I, I, I referenced when me and Tasha were talking about this on Facebook a couple, I don't know, a month or two ago, was I have a friend who recently found herself homeless. She was living in a hotel room. She ran out of money for the hotel room. Uh, she has a seven-year-old or eight-year-old maybe. I forget how old she is. But she has a small child, uh, daughter. And they were going to have to live in their car until she got her Social Security check like three days later. And an older gentleman, I believe, black older gentleman, not that it really matters, but um, walked up to her and started chatting with her. And she, I guess, explained what was going on. And he said, I will pay for your rent for a week if you sleep with me. And then, without asking, he bent over and gave her a kiss on the cheek. And she very politely turned him down like three times, she said, like he wouldn't give up. And she slept in her car for the next three days. That's saying no. That's making the decision that sleeping with you is not worth the money you're going to give me. I'll just brave the elements of whatever's going to happen. Mm -hmm. If she had said yes, that would have been consent. I disagree. If she would have said yes, it more than likely, and this is based on statistical analysis and question taking of thousands of women who are exited from prostitution or are still in prostitution, they are looking, most women in prostitution are looking for a way out of it because they don't want to be doing it, but they don't have another option. The option's not available. And when we say things like, oh, sex work is real work and prostitution is A-OK, -okay, then there are countries like Germany and Australia and New Zealand who put it on their official employment rosters. And if you are and this is a whole other conversation about uh, government benefits, but 
if you are going to be making use of government unemployment benefits and you are a woman who turns down a job for sex work, you will get booted off of your government benefits. And then, and then what? Then you turn to prostitution because you can't feed your family. It's not a choice. It's not consent, especially when we have things like that being put in place worldwide. That's why I advocate for the Nordic model because most women within um, prostitution, which fuels sex trafficking, by the way, um, most women within prostitution are seeking a way out. And that's what the Nordic model does. The Nordic model criminalizes the buyers and the pimps without criminalizing the women because everybody knows that women who are engaging in prostitution aren't doing so because they feel like they have no other option available to them because of whatever reason. So the Nordic model doesn't criminalize the women and it gives them a way out and it gives them resources to the exit that lifestyle. Sure, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it shouldn't, you, be, it shouldn't be criminalized for the women. I think that that's a good point. Right, and if you look at the numbers, like if you really dig in and do the research, the, um, the sex industry is fueling sex trafficking and human trafficking worldwide. And it's fueling the child porn industry. And it, I mean, it's fueling all of these horrific things against women and children. And people just think, oh, well, it's consent. And I'm not mocking you. I'm just mocking the general. No, I get it. I get it. You know, people think it's a consent and sex work is real work and don't be a swerf. And, and it's like, I'm not shaming women. I'm shaming the swerf. concept. Yeah, sex worker, exclusionary, radical feminist. It's Dang. Other. One of those. You've got so many labels. I know, it's ridiculous. But, you know, you get these labels because people have been duped into thinking that this is a legitimate thing, and it's not. It is actually oppression of women. Like, this is one of those legitimate oppressions of women. We're not talking wage gap nonsense. We're not talking, you know, any of these made-up things. This is legitimate oppression of women and children worldwide that we're talking about. And only in the West does our privilege of the West allow us this opportunity to go, oh, it's a choice. And oh, it's consent. <laughs> you know, that is a totally a Western privilege because we don't face the abject poverty of the third world where women have no other option because they've been raped by warring tribes and now their bodies are soiled and ruined per their culture and they can't be married. So who's going to take care of them? They have to sell themselves, you know, it, it's, it's a bigger issue than just, you so, know, so dialing up a number for a call girl or whatever. I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, so tell me if I'm wrong, but so what you're suggesting is that if we start making men who seek out prostitutes, if we prosecute them as rapists, that we will end prostitution essentially because there won't be any men looking for it um i think that in prosecuting johns and pimps and helping women exit you're eliminating the demand you're eliminating the demand because they the product isn't there and you're making it an offense to take that product to buy that product so it does i think i really do and and it and it has been shown to work. And I can, I, we can throw up some links and such. There's a website called Nordic Model Now that has a, so much information about how the Nordic model really works. And actually the guy I just voted for for governor in Minnesota, he has worked on um, a very similar concept in Hennepin County, Minnesota, which is where Minneapolis is. Um, and, and he has been successful in giving the people in prostitution a way out of it. And, and without criminalizing them. And that's not, I, I haven't heard of anything else like that in the state so far, and, or in the United States in general, except for like Nevada. Okay, I mean, I definitely think that's a good idea. I don't, I don't disagree with 99% of what you're saying. I just don't want, I just, I don't like changing the terms of words. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's a slippery slope because a lot of women um, could use that maliciously against men you know sure. they could oh they i totally could, agree with you i totally accept, agree that. they could accept a meal or they could accept a gift and then sleep with them and then he doesn't want anything to do with her anymore and she goes
goes, well, you know, he bought my sex. He raped me. And I just, I just don't, I don't like the idea of that slope. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I totally get that. And I think that's where it comes in. Like, you know, I'll fully say right now, in the past, in a past relationship, I had sex in order to not be beaten. That wasn't consensual. So, I mean, it's the same thing. Be beaten or get it over with and get back to being with my children and, you know, doing my mom thing. And not starving. Right. I, I get where you're coming from, but hear me out. Um, domestic violence is legal. And not everywhere in the world it's not. But it is here. It is here. Is that true? Yeah, it's not illegal everywhere in the world. That, that sucks. Um, but but my point is is that there are there are parameters placed that 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 man could have gotten in trouble with the law. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. Yes, I agree with you. Your consent was taken away in that in that instance. Right. Because because you you know, I don't think that's the same thing, Tasha. I think I think in your instance it is because you didn't you didn't want to get beat. I get that, but I don't think that when you're looking for money and you accept it, and you're looking for it for sex, you're you're offering sex for money, and someone accepts it. I can't see how your consent is taken away. I'm sorry. Because just... women offer that because that's it, especially in these places where women have absolutely no other options. And I want to be frank. I think that in the United States, women aren't without options. Agreed. So women shoot, women going into sex work here, um, I think that they, more often than not, aren't looking hard enough. Because I've, I've been, you know, down with, I had no money. I had like $87 to my name and three children and I lived in a Catholic women's shelter where I left, you know. And I had nothing, but I worked my tail off because there was no way I was gonna resort to prostitution. You know, but, there but was no the way I was gonna. Go ahead. It, it, in my, from my point of view, that helps my case, not yours. Because no, if you uh, what have I'm saying to you is in the, right. What I'm saying to you is in the United States, we have options. In other places in the world, we don't. Women don't. So it is entirely, and I, I said this earlier, it is entirely a privileged idea that sex work is real work when there are women on the other side of the planet. This is what the problem is with feminism. This is what the right always extols the feminists for, is not being logically consistent and, and ethically consistent. If you are against um, prostitution and sex trafficking on the other side of the planet, but not here, you are a hypocrite. You, there has to be logical and ethical consistency with this issue. With all issues. It, with all issues, exactly, with all issues. You can't, I mean, it's like the, it, uh, it just, and this is totally random, and it, it's only coming up because it actually came up for me today in real life. It's like um, circumcision and ear piercing same thing it, of, of minor children. Um, circumcise a baby's penis, pierce a little girl's ears. It's the same thing. You are violating that person's body without their consent. And you have to have that logical consistency. So that's, that's just one thing out of the air I can pick that actually happened today. Totally. I had a brief conversation about. Totally that. touching on this real quick. You're anti-circumcision? I am. Yep. Okay. 100%. Okie doke. So, yeah, we don't need to get into it. I was just like, wait a minute. Okay, just making sure I heard that. A, a, a child obviously is not capable of giving consent legally by law. Right. Their parent or guardian is in charge of their consent legally by law. Sure. But it's medically unnecessary. Like insurance companies don't even cover it anymore because it is medically unnecessary. I don't want a weird thing of foreskin on my penis. 
Oh, you know what? I'm not even, I can't even talk about your guys' penises because that will be inappropriate. But I will tell you, my husband is not cut. And the difference between a not cut penis and a cut penis, it's like night and day, I'm telling that's, you. That's what I keep hearing, honestly. Gotta, gotta be honest, Karen, I do hear it that. Is. And it is. And it, I also hear it's better for the man, too. Right, because there's um, the sensitivity and whatnot. And removal of the foreskin removes I'm so sorry that I brought this up tons of nerve endings and it's it and it's usually done because because baby should look like dad well that's gross <laughs> like my my genitals don't look like my daughter's genitals uh, <laughs> but you, you know what I mean like it's weird you say it about a woman but you say it about a man, and it's like, oh, no, it's totally fine. You know, we're going to cut him so that he looks like dad. We're, we're pushing our sexual preferences onto children when we're cutting their this went, this went This went a weird direction. Well, it's all consent, though. It's all consent. <laughs> and but we're not even on top either. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think in that instance, and I get what you're saying, and, and I, I could see myself being against the things you're speaking of. But I don't see that being against a child's consent, because yeah, the child isn't legally <laughs> the child isn't legally allowed to make consent. If the parents agree, then everything's fine. I, I, I'm not saying I'm I'm for it. I can see your point of view and could probably be talked into being against it. But I, I still don't think anything's any you know consent what? is being I'll, violated. I'll send you guys a video later on. It's a video that actually my my intact husband never knew what happened is that what we're gonna decision. that's what we're gonna talk about now is intact and that's how we're gonna define ourselves i showed him this video and he wept chris and i are defective <laughs> i didn't say you're defective you we're have no cool choice men. in this you're not you had no choice we're like 99 percent men you had your choice taken away from you in this but it's like like when they circumcise a baby boy when they they pull back his foreskin. All of that's fused. Like it's fused closed and there's a little bit of a opening so that urine can come out. And sometimes it's like you'll get a ballooning and whatnot and you just have to like pinch it. It's funny. Anyways, baby boys. Um, but when they retract that foreskin in order to cut it off, it's like if you were to peel your fingernail off of your finger. It's basically what you're doing when, when they retract the baby boy's foreskin. Um, and it's horrible. And there have been babies that, that die because of the blood loss that occurs when you uh -oh. cut a baby's foreskin. And it's horrible. My computer is um, warning me that it's going to turn off at 8.33. <laughs> of course it is. It's saying, you can't be talking about this, Chris. <laughs> Why are we talking about penises? We're supposed to be talking about free speech. Yeah, and how it's... Mike in the chat said that we had oh, wow. a, a fashy title. I forgot that we were live. <laughs> Yeah, we've been live for like almost 25 minutes now. I've been, I've been doing that. I've been like starting us in mid-conversation and then like, boom, we're going live. I think that's a good method. I like it. I've got a little like sound switcher thing that can't find the cord for it. So hopefully I'm going to go to Guitar Center this weekend and get a new cord for it so we can actually have good quality sound next week. So I apologize. Oh, it sounds fine. There's that. Okay. Cool. All right, well, I guess we can say hello to everyone now, now that we're like half an hour into this bad boy. Hi, everybody. Talking about... We've got a, we've got a crowd tonight. Holy talking smoke. about prostitutes and wieners. Like candid conversation. Yes. But I guess originally we wanted to talk about free speech and... It's impending doom. Yeah, we uh, noted last night, as much of the interwebs have at this point, that Alex Jones has been um, basically attacked by the FCC now. Yep. That was shared in... You talking shut about down. the radio station thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how did he go for his... How many years did he go? 2013 is when they started right. broadcasting. And they so stopped they, in December of last year. 
they went that long. Wait, they stopped? Oh, they stopped that long yeah, ago? Yeah, they they actually stopped broadcasting in December because they lost access to the the building they were using to broadcast. Oh. Okay. So, so they, they went that they long unlicensed, and now all of a sudden the FCC is taking note. Right. Like that. Right. And, not... and 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 they're taking note what? Fucking nine months after they stopped broadcasting, you know it's. Right. I mean, come on, that's a little ridiculous. It's, it's coordinated, and and I hate I hate these waivers that we have to say like Alex Jones is a nutter, but I mean you can feel that way. That's fine. A lot of people do feel like he's a nutter. Um, I don't think he's as much of a nutter as people think he is. Or oh, I think he's a nutter. I agree with you there. You don't think he's a nutter? No, I definitely think he's a crazy person. But yeah, okay. totally. I don't think he's as crazy as he's made out to be. Right. Exactly. That, that being said, just because he might have something to say that people think is totally bonkers doesn't necessitate any of this. And what's the, like, I, I don't remember if you guys said it or if I read it somewhere, the concept that um, government entities are going through the back door of these media conglomerates to shut him down. Oh, like through CNN? Right. So to go through the media instead of just directly in order to kind of loophole the First Amendment. Right. Because it's, yeah, because they can't make a law against him, but they can, right. you know, put pressure on companies to go ahead and attack him and, you know, send people to flag all of his material and things of that nature. Right. Well, I don't know how true it is, but from and what I heard... Supposedly, CNN actually combed through all of his tweets until they found tweets that violated Twitter's guidelines so that they could prove to the CEO who was like, he didn't break any guidelines. Well, look, here is where he broke the guidelines. Ban him. Then it's not just him. I mean, it's, you know, you're seeing that all over the place. Like, you saw last night Mike's show got taken down, I'm sure, for the same thing. People just going, people right. who don't like the content. That's the difference between people in large part, like on the left and on the right, whereas like people on the right pretty much advocate for, you don't like something, okay, well then don't go there, don't do it, you know? Exactly. Whereas people on the left are, you know, you don't like something, or I don't like something, well then nobody can see it. And right. nobody right. nobody gets to have access to it because I don't like it. Right, and, and you know, the only argument I have that I feel like is a period, I really do, but it could be just my point of view. But why, why is that person's rights less important than yours? And it's not... Because that, it's hate speech. Because it's hate speech. That's come on with that shit. Like, but it's not, it's not a right. Like, that's what... I, and I'm always, I'm always going to side with, like, it's... You know, a private company can do whatever they want. Like, right. But it's the... It's the hiding behind other things. Like, you know, hiding behind the terms of service or whatever that, you know, clearly he's been violating... And, you know, people have been violating for quite some time, but they were okay with it up until a point. And then now all of a sudden that they're getting called out for it. Now they feel like, oh, you know, well, he was violating our stuff the whole, you know, this, this tweet is the one that did it. Or this YouTube video is the one that, you know, set everything into motion. It wasn't, you know, the, it was, it's been happening for years and years and years, you know, and they didn't do anything. But now all of a sudden, just because I guess the cultural climate that we're in right now, you have to right. appease those people right right they're licking their finger and they're putting it in the air and they realize the wind's blowing their way so now's the time to yell and i just think it's horse crap i really do i i can't what people don't realize is that you know yeah today it's alex jones and who's it going to be tomorrow and the next day and eventually it was it's almost, you. it was almost stefan molyneux right Right, how close did he come, you know? Right, he had two strikes in a few hours of each other. And that's, that's obviously targeting, obviously yeah. targeting. You know, he, just, like, uh, he just got back from um, Australia and New Zealand with Lauren Southern, where they were like massively harangued for their opinions about the world. And he gets back, announces that he's cancer free, and has a really great video about that, about truth, and about speaking truth at all costs. I love that video. If anybody hasn't seen it, go check it out. Um, 
You should post it in the and comments. Then, post a link in the I comments will. at some point. And then he gets, and then he gets these two strikes on videos that he made years ago. Years ago. Yeah, that's what. So it was definitely coordinated. Yeah, that's what's happening. It's the it's the fact that things from, you know, years ago that should have been, you know, supposedly taken down if they were that bad and malicious, but they weren't. Right. And yet now all of a sudden, you know, people's, I guess these companies are having it brought to their attention that they should do something about it. And the, like the thing with Alex Jones and Twitter was kind of, I guess, worrisome because it's like, okay, so all you have to do is make a list for list of advertisers that people should block or people should avoid. And that's how you can get someone deplatformed. Like that's all it takes. Right. You know what I mean? All you have to do is start up a little grassroots campaign to, I don't know, have McDonald's removed from, I mean, put, put anyone in there, put, you know, anyone's name in that space and say, okay, well, we're going to boycott all of these advertisers if you don't take this one person off. See, the problem is it's within their legal rights to do that. Right. Nothing, nothing they're doing is against the law. Right. It's, 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 it's crap. It's morally wrong, I feel. Well, it's hypocritical because they're the same people Absolutely. that, the same people that, you know, a year, two years ago when they were bitching about net neutrality being repealed because they were, you know, afraid that ISPs were going to censor people. No, they weren't worried about ISPs censoring anybody. They were worried about their ability to censor. Like, you know, right. if, because, well, I guess now that can still happen, but has it happened? No. Like, so they're just showing how hypocritical they are by being the ones willing to censor while at the same time trying to, you know, stoke up fear in people saying that, oh, you know, we're going to get censored. People are, you know, CNN or MSNBC is going to, you know, be throttled. You're not going to be able to get their information because, you know, AT&T or Verizon is going to shut them down. It's like, no, you, oh, so Facebook's the one that wants that power. Twitter's the one that, YouTube, they, they're the ones that want to be able to do that. See, this right. is the problem. They want their cake and, their, and, they, and they are eating it too. They want to be monopolies because they want to make the money. They, you know what I'm saying? And that's great. You should want to be at the, at the top of your whatever it is you're doing. But if you're creating a monopoly and you're infusing yourself into people's lives where they are quite literally dependent on you on an everyday basis – you shouldn't be able to shut them up just for disagreeing with you. Right. There I, has to be a way of stopping this. Well, I think, well, the way to stop it, or I guess the way to, you know, prevent yourself from losing followers or losing, you know, some sort of following is to just put stuff on your own website and broadcast live. I mean, you have that ability. It's just, you don't have access to those, you know, millions of users using a YouTube or using a Facebook. Like you don't have access to those people. You have to find, uh, grassroots ways of getting people to your website without using social media. So like it can be done. People start attacking. Eventually somebody in social media, in the social media world picks up on that and then somebody doesn't like it. And then they go to the internet service provider or they go to, they go to WordPress or they go to whoever's, yeah, they go to the hosts. Yeah. They go to the hosts. Well, didn't, didn't, isn't infowars.com. Didn't that get taken from Alex? Did it? I don't think so. I don't I mean, think so. I, I thought I heard it did. I thought I heard that something was going on and he didn't, he didn't have complete access to it or something. Sorry, I don't know the full. Trying to pull it up right now. We all are. My internet's being slow right now. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, their mobile so site. still there. His app is still available in the app store and is trending in like the top five. Okay. All right, that's good. That's good then. I thought I thought they took his website from. Nope, that's fake news. Fake news. <laughs> but 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 it's not the same thing, Eric. Because you don't you don't you don't you don't you people. It's the same thing that Twitter does when they shadow ban somebody. In order to be seen by someone, they have to specifically look for you. Well, Jack Jack at uh, Twitter says they're not shadow. <laughs> Yeah, like. But I mean, it's obvious when you know you can only find certain people when you search for them. That's right. shadow, is that is that not shadow? You guys help me out because I'm not that great with the internet lingo. Isn't that shadow banning? I think that you have to specifically search for them, but they're not going to show up in your feed if you're subscribed to them. 
if you're a if you're a but follower yeah I don't know. It's all crap. And, and it, it's, it's, it's really, I just, I hate the way it's so easy for people to be manipulated. Right. Into doing things that are dangerous. I think that this Alex Jones things thing is, is, is just the start of it because we're only a couple of steps behind what they're doing in Canada and in the UK in terms of speech. They are in the straits that they're in because they don't have anything like the First Amendment. And we're, we're not far away from that. I mean, that's what they want to get rid of is the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, you know. Um, and I was going to say something else and I completely lost it. But um, I think that this is just a start of what we're going to see happening. And as soon as... See, I, now I'm buying into this theory. I'm buying into this theory that the government is circumventing the First Amendment by going through the media conglomerates to ban people. So as soon as we see that happening and people are banned, and eventually it's going to get to the government doing it. If the wrong people get in charge, that's what's going to happen. And you're going to see people like me who speak against the trans issue being held to jail. You're going to, and I mean, my friend and fellow gender critic had that happen to her in the UK. She's a mom. The one you got the shirt from? Right. The one I got the shirt from. And she was called into the police in the UK and told not to leave the country because she was making critical comments about transgender people on Twitter. And now she's had her Twitter completely shut down. So now... So now what we're doing is we're taking away people's freedom because that's what you're doing by putting them in jail. You're taking away their freedom. We're taking away people's freedom off of, off of other people's objective feelings. Sorry, subjective feelings. You know what I'm saying? Feelings are subjective. I could say that I'm offended when I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I do it all the like, time. Buns, Garrett, you're going to jail. Well, <laughs> you're a hater. You know, it's just... Ooh. People need to get it into their heads that they don't have a right to not be offended. Correct. And that offense is on them. If exactly. they're choosing to be offended, that's, that's the their decision. Yes. It's, I'm, I will speak truth, and if truth offends you, that's your problem. That's it. That's it. That's, that's exactly, you know, I have a lot of friends who just think I'm a jackass because I'll tell them the truth if they ask me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've lost friends because of it. I have friends who've lost their hair because of it. Long story. Um, but, like, I, if you ask me a question, I have to tell you the truth. And a lot of people don't like that. But you know what? A lot of people do. And a lot of people will come to me first because yep. they want my opinion on something because they know I won't bullshit them. They know yep. that our, Chris will tell me the truth. You know, my mom might lie or my boyfriend might lie or whoever. But Chris will tell me the truth when no one else will. And, and they appreciate me for that, you know? <laughs> Let's be like that. Let's appreciate each other. If you can't handle the truth, that look, I'm sorry. I'm really like, this is like a very sore spot. We can't handle the truth. I know. I wanted to, a few good men. A few good men. I know it. But, but it's true though. If you can't, that is on you. That is a personal problem. That is your problem. I guess you're just. You're either gonna have to hear it out, or you're gonna have to live your life miserable because everyone's always offending. Right. This comes down to parenting. You guys realize that, right? Oh, because yeah. lazy parents create pussy children. I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for the verbiage, but it's true. I said bitching earlier. Bitching, <laughs> bitching, bitching, but but bitching. bringing it back. Like if you're just going to be a wimp of a person, then that is on you. Go seek therapy. Just do something. You right. know what I'm saying? Don't shut everybody who's offending you up. This isn't the real world. This is like some warped. I, I need to shut up because I'm just <laughs> like. No, I mean you're totally right, and people are are under the assumption that truths that make them uncomfortable are bigotry or <laughs> hate or uh, it's like I'm sorry that you're uncomfortable about this. You should examine that. And I just I just got a thing earlier to my husband because I was taught. 
I was talking to him about the Stefan Molyneux video that really was very impacting to me. Um, I, there's not a truth that I'm not going to speak. And I don't care if that makes people uncomfortable. I don't care if it makes me uncomfortable. Right. If it's the truth, it's the truth regardless of what anybody thinks about it or, or feels about it. It's the truth. And people need to get over their own delicate sensibilities about that because truth outs and truth wins. And, um, and maybe it's me being altruistic a little bit, but you know, I, I think that sunlight is a great disinfectant and I think that truth always wins. Yeah. That's I'd like to think me. so. You know, that's, and that's why, that's why I want to do things like podcasts and, and why I, I search other people's podcasts and why I'm constantly talking to people is because I am always in search of the ultimate truth. I don't know when I'm going to get there, but I'm always in search of it. And I feel like I don't, I'm not, I don't feel superior to people who don't do that, but I feel like you should want the truth because it's, we are constantly evolving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the meaning of life is, but I have to, I have to assume that part of the meaning of life is to constantly become better at living. Right. And the only way you're going to do that is by finding out the truth is by, is by, you know what I'm saying? Like uncovering that yeah, stuff. And, and people get lazy with just, sorry to interject real quick, but people get lazy with it with, by just saying, Oh, well, you know, it's all about your truth. It's all about your reality. And it's like, and that's, that's fine. If they want to be idiots and, and, <laughs> and talk that way, they can do that. Well, at this point it's just they lazy. Can, they can it is, it is lazy. To, oh, I agree with you. And I think it is lazy. It's, it's small too. Like if it's just my, my truth, like how, look how small your world is then. Right. You like, know? okay. So that you are the world. A small way of being, you know, and it's so self-centered and self-involved to say my truth. Well, you gotta be bigger than that. And if you're not going to speak truth to people and you know, you, I really think, I mean, I can get really aggressive in the way that I speak truth. Um, I've tried to not be as sweary lately, but sometimes I fail. Um, but I, I'm really aggressive and I don't paint a pretty picture when I'm speaking the truth about things that make me comfortable. Um, and I still am doing it in a loving way. And speaking the truth is the most loving thing that you can do for another human being. And to sit here and coddle delusions, you know, delusions that a man can be a woman or delusions about, I mean, delusions about anything. To coddle those is because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and you don't want to deny their humanity. I'm not denying that you're a human. I'm not denying that you're a person. I value <laughs> your dignity as a human. and that's You're just wrong. True. Yeah. Wait, you're wrong, and I'm telling you the truth because I value you as a human being. Well, that's just your truth. And you're not even saying that they're completely wrong, just on this topic. Right. This is what, this is what people aren't understanding. It's like, it's like they're, it's like, and I'm, I'm not trying to use identify in a funny way, but it's like they identify with whatever their opinion is at that moment. Right. So if you disagree with me, then you literally think I should die. No, I don't. Right. Like, I don't want you to die at all. Like, the reason that I'm telling you I disagree with you is because I care about you as a human being. I'm a mass murderer at this point. <laughs> oh. me, me too, apparently. I've killed many people with the truth. Cuts like a knife. But I, I just... And that, that, that is also very personally damning for a person to identify with... identify as their opinion at any given moment. Like, aren't you more than that? Like, aren't you right. more than one solitary opinion that you're having on this second? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you want to be more than that? Like, why do you want to let people, why do you want to let rich, powerful people tell you that you are this one word or this one thing or whatever and, and manipulate you into thinking that if someone disagrees with you, then they're violating your human rights just, just right. ridiculous nonsense. And they're doing this entirely so that you will vote for them and keep them rich and keep them powerful. Right. And how is it you don't, how, how do you get to sleep at night? Like, how do you not feel like a slave on a political plantation? 
You know what I I'm think saying? Most, like, of these, most of these people should just identify as a bowel movement because it's the same thing, really, in most of these cases. It's crap. It's just crap. And it doesn't, like, when you make something all about this opinion that you have or this experience that you've had, I've talked about this a lot on my own page and, and with friends and whatnot. I've had a lot of things happen to me in my life, but none of those things define who I am at all. They, they help shape you. Yeah. Sure. They help shape me, but I am not my experiences. I am not a victim. I'm not a, you know, any of these negative things that people hold on to, to have some sort of identity in the world. You know, and it just astounds me that people want to hold on to things like that and live in the past and make their entire future about something that has happened to them or something that didn't even happen to them. You know, right. Right. It's just, it's insane to me. Um, well, that's and, where we are. Like, and you see it in politics, like the chick who uh, is running for Congress in, or for the house of representatives, same thing. And, uh, Kansas, who's the, you know, the first Native American lesbian, uh, or potentially the first Native American lesbian to be, you know, a representative. And it's like, the way that most media outlets were reporting it, like, they didn't even say her name. It was just this first ever lesbian uh, Native American. And it's like, well, you know, she has a name. She went to an Ivy League school. She, you know, is a veteran. She was right, a professional right. MMA fighter. Like, she's got all of these badass, awesome things about her, yet all they want to talk about is, you know, her family ancestry, which she can't help, you know? Like, she, can't, she has no control over being a Native American. And then they want to talk about her being a lesbian as though, you know, right. who you slip is your identity. So right. I'll, I'll, I'll Lead with who she has sex with, her Ivy League degree. Right, exactly. Well, that just shows you, like, their mindset, though. Like, they don't care about, you know, how smart you are. They don't care about, you know, you serving your country or anything, like, right. any of those kind of qualifiers. They care, oh, okay, she, she checks off the, you know, the right. lesbian box. She checks off the Native American box. You know, she's got intersectionality. But if that were a black, gay, conservative woman, it would be, oh, sorry, wrong conservative. Right, wrong, yeah. wrong person. Yeah. She's a Not, self-hater. Don't listen to that black lesbian. Right. She, she's a self-hater, and, and, and right. you, know, she, she, you know, she supports white supremacy. It's just such... Dude, like, okay, so if this Native American lesbian whose name I don't know, I don't... Cherise I don't Davis. Know said it, or Cherise well, Davids. Fine, Miss David, then. Um... If she is the best person for the job, then I hope she gets elected. And if she is not, then I hope she doesn't. And that's all it comes down to. And if somehow that makes me a friggin' bigot, then I'll just have to live with that. Because, like, this is what I'm trying to explain to people. I try to explain to people all the time, liberal people mostly. Well, yeah, because they're the only ones who can test me on this. But I don't believe in, uh, like, right-to-work bills for certain people. Do you know what I'm saying? I do not believe in this crap. If like, what do you mean? Like affirmative action? Is what, like affirmative action. That's what I'm saying. Okay, like yeah. Right to work's different. Right to work's like you can get yeah. fired just like okay. that because you're not doing your job most of the time. I, I just mean these bills that, that help minorities get jobs. It's not, and I, you know, and what I say is if you're looking for 10 employees, 20 people respond, whatever it is, if the 10 best are black, then hire them. If the 10 right. best are white, then hire them. If the 10 best are trans, then hire them. Like the 10 most, like the people who uh, are best for the job are the ones that should get the job, regardless of who the frig they are. You know what I'm right. saying? But you know, and, and the argument I always get back, which I think is short-sighted is, but there's racism. People are genuinely racist. And, and, and maybe those black people who are best for the job won't get the job just because they're black. Who the hell in 2018 is so racist that they're not hiring black people? That is extremely fringe. Well, it's just bad business yeah, if you're not hiring the best people. Some leftist is going to dig something up now, Chris, and put it in the comments and go, oh, here. Here's I'm, the... I, what I said was it's extremely fringe. I'm not saying right. it just happened. 
it's just not good business practice. Know, like, that's what they like to do. That's, what, that's, that's just what they like to do. They like to say you're wrong by going, oh. Well, let's put our critical thinking hats on, you know, and pretend to be business owners. And, you know, if you're trying to make the most amount of money, you're going to hire the people that are going to have the potential to make you the most amount of money. Exactly. That's all that matters. Green is the only, green is the only color I care about. There's that makers versus takers again. And, uh, God, so many things come back to like, that for me. Like they claim, and I, I'm sorry that I'm just rambling about all this stuff, but this is this is what I'm passionate about. Like this crap here, because I there's like it, to me it's just so simple. Like I don't understand why everyone is seeing things differently than I am because this is it, to me you want equality, right? Awesome, I do too. Equality of races means that all races are equal. How is that not the definition of equality? Right. You know, like, I don't care if you're gay or, or, or trans or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't like pedophiles. They belong in jail. But other than that, I don't care what you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not qualified, you shouldn't get the job. If you right. are, you should, period. Now fucking Harvard's trying to ban Asians from getting in. They're just trying to make it harder for them to get in. What the hell is that crap about? Like, because, because you don't feel diverse enough because you have too much of one minority? Like, do you see how ridiculous we're getting? Right. Well, Harvard said that, you know, they're trying to, they, they look for more than just the GPA and, you know, academics. You have to, you know, they build leaders for tomorrow or whatever like it's cliche of that they were. Yeah. It's like, then why have admission standards? I mean... It's just, I, Asians are, and here we go, I'm going to sound like, you know, oh, God. hate, hate, hate monger, but Asians are naturally higher IQ'd people than everybody else. That just happens to be true. That is science. They've done all these studies, and this is what it comes out. Asian people are have the highest average IQ. It's also a culture. I'll just... Because Asia is an entire continent, but there are a lot of countries in Asia with cult with cultures. I'm being careful how I word this. A lot of countries in Asia with cultures that put a high emphasis on education compared yes. to, uh, I mean specifically compared to you know the United States. I mean like you know there's a a huge culture of you know we want our kids to be you know involved in sports. We want them involved in the arts. We want them you know doing all these other things that don't involve you know, studying and learning about mathematics and science, right. you know, so, but that's, you know, for a lot of other countries and a lot of other cultures that, you know, athletics aren't a big deal. Uh, you know, <laughs> art's not a big deal. Do you know why Asians excel, generally speaking? And I'm not trying to, you know, whatever. But generally speaking, Asians excel because they teach their children discipline from a very early age. Asian children are usually very disciplined by their parents. They are learned to be personally responsible for themselves and, and to work for what they want and to ignore what they don't want. And the problem with today's friggin' society, millennials mostly, and all three of us are millennials technically, but... Y'all aren't. I don't think y'all are. I read something that anyone born 1980 or after is a millennial. Oh. I, I, just, I mean, there's... there's Oh, there's overlap in there and there's disagreement. I was content that I'm at the end of Generation X, but hey, hey, if y'all want to come in and come into the millennial pool, come and join me. It's a it's a fun time. I, Not a whole lot of people willingly want to admit that. But all they're fighting for, all they're fighting for is to be given stuff and not have to work for it. That is all they are fighting for. Let me tell you something. Right. I I wasted most of my life not working for stuff. And I'm 38 years old, or going to be in September, and don't have a lot of money to my name, don't have a lot of anything going on. That is my fault, and I am willing to accept that. I'm working to change that now. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I just I got obsessed with something I really, really wanted to do, and I just didn't let the dream die when I should have. So, you know, I did it wrong, and that's fine. My point is... Music will get you, man. Music will get you. You're not kidding. But anyway, what my, my point is, is that like, that's my fault and is now my problem. I don't want to make it anybody else's problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
why? Like, what is the point? Like, why do we want to make everything everyone else's problem? And don't you realize what you're going to eventually end up causing? You know what I'm saying? Like, like Margaret Thatcher said, problem with socialism is you eventually run out of other people's money. Right? right. And that is so true. What aren't we seeing? Well, we'll just tax the rich. No, we won't. <laughs> the government's not going to choose to tax themselves. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, like how, like, why would you believe a single solitary sentence that comes out of Bernie Sanders mouth when he makes more money than the three of us make tripled and has three lake houses and is going on Twitter, oh, everyone's homeless and it's so wrong and government has right. to give these people houses. Why don't you give them a house, Bernie? You have three, you have two to spare, as far as I can count. Right. You give them a house. Like, what are we talking about? And people just like, I, I'm sorry, I just, I really hate him. I actually went to one of his rallies, like open-mindedly went to one of his rallies um, with a girlfriend of mine who, who was uh, a Bernie supporter. She felt the burn and um, I'll, I'll never forget, it's just a funny anecdote. He started talking about open borders and I got this like sour look on my face. And uh, my girlfriend said something to me along the lines of, uh, she patted me on the, on the hand, because we were holding hands. She patted me on the hand and she was like, that's right, honey, you're a bigot, I know, it's okay. And she was dead serious. <laughs> and I was like, where, where, I just like, all of a sudden I realized where I am and I- We have rules. Like, oh, I just, uh, I don't know, guys. My it's, husband says stuff like that sometimes too and it's really funny, I'm just like, okay. I, I mean, wanted to like. Gonna, dang, that was a. Call me. That was a hell of a rant there. I know, Chris. That was, that was a rant and a half. I don't even know if now I. Now we have, we have a hashtag Chris rant. I know. Now we got to start that. <laughs> I, I, I've gone on at least one in every show, right? So yeah, making it making it a habit. I think the whole purpose of us doing this is to like find some way to trigger you and then just let you go. <laughs> For like <laughs> ten to fifteen, we just gotta figure out what it is. Like clearly, it wasn't prostitution. It wasn't, you know, it was kind of free speech. But then all of a sudden, once you just like started going, it's like, all right, here we go. Let them, let them loose. I just, I hate, I hate this. What it, what it comes down to, and then I will shut up. I just hate this, this, this hive mindset that I deserve something for free because I am me. Bitch, you don't deserve shit because you were you. Everybody right. has to work the same. You know what I'm saying? I do agree when they, when they claim that not everybody has the same starting point. That is true. And I do think that we can do things to change that. Giving them money for free is not the answer, though. Because whose money are you giving them? That money belongs to somebody else, right? I always come right. back to it's not, like, it's not our fault that you're starting off in that position. Like, you're right. I didn't do anything to put you there. I didn't. I didn't do it. So why why do you feel compelled to take from me or anyone else who didn't put you there? Because they want to take from anyone who has more than them. It's, like Jordan Peterson says, "Rich is richer than I am." Right. You know, so I'm richer than the homeless guy down the block. Therefore, I'm rich and I'm the oppressor. But you know, Bernie Sanders only makes eight hundred grand a year. So. Right. Some somebody who makes nine hundred grand a year is oppressing him. I didn't make uh, his choices that led him to be homeless, so I'm oppressing him. How? Right. Exactly. Well, By owning a home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because my husband and I make wise decisions financially, and like that's oppressing him because he didn't. Well, it's, it's like it's studying him. for a test, you know? Kids studying for a test in college or in high school or whatever. My kid gets an A and this kid gets a C. Why doesn't your kid have B? Well, your kid didn't study as hard as my kid did. Well, your kid needs so, to share some of her intel his or her intelligence with the other kid. Or, or that's why we have the curve. Exactly. Yeah. That's why the curve exists. That's another thing I'll go off about Common Core. Don't get me started. <laughs> Now that one we can agree on, I'm betting, considering I homeschool. <laughs> you don't teach Common Core? You don't, you don't teach Common Core to your kids? No. They're just, you're setting them up to fail. Yep, absolutely. 
They're going to be wild failures. Your kids are going to be homeless. They're going to be out there with their critical thinking skills, able to <laughs> think for themselves. You oh, monster. Man. You are a monster. I'm you're a horrible parent. White supremacy by, nice. by letting your kids be white and smart at the same time. How dare you? She's Native American. I'm Native. Come on. At least grant me half of my. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm. I'm. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's not a trumpet that I blast because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not her identity. It's she not is my identity. She's Tasha. Tasha Rose and I yeah. are amazing. That's exactly. My well, you're I'm impressing everybody too. who isn't as amazing as you. You need to share yeah. some of that amazingness. And well, they yeah, think they're all amazing. You're you're killing me with your humility too. I know, I know. I'm <laughs> I'm so humble, you guys. Doesn't it show? <sighs> all right, guys. Well, that is uh, that's the show for today. Yeah. Time to time to plug. We're getting better at this, BT Dubs. Uh, we are, we are. And uh, I I talked to well, that'll be in August fair conversation but um so uh we are on, on twitter illusions d-e-s-t-e-r-1 come check us out and on facebook too obviously because here we are right. share this get your friends to like it follow us all that stuff uh and then also on instagram as illusions destroyed same exact name and then you can find me on twitter at garrett vassal v-a-s-c-i-l and and you can find me at Twitter uh, at Tasha Rose, R-A-D-M-A-M. And then I also have my own YouTube channel that I've forgotten to talk about in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. But I also have my YouTube channel, Radical Mothering, with its corresponding page on Facebook. And then we're going to update our YouTube and put this on there as well. I don't know if you guys saw I put the last episode up on YouTube, too. So share all that. Um, thanks for watching. Everyone, we'll see you guys later. Goodbye, Internet. Bye. In video, come on.